Welcome to the Capital City Crew Podcast. Join your hosts Jeff, Owen, Josh, and Herman as they dive deep into the game of Malifaux. Explore sophisticated strategies and creative combinations, but always remember in Malifaux, bad things happen. Hello and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Capital City Crew Podcast. Uh, I am Owen Best, and I am joined here in studio by the whole crew, which is really exciting because we haven't all been in studio together in quite a while uh, due to babies and work and pandemic and all, all that fun stuff. So uh, I'm super stoked to be back. Uh, guys, welcome back. How are you all doing? Uh, oh. Good. I, I'm Owen Worst, uh, and Josh will now be known as Owen uh, Medium. <laughs> <laughs> where, where does that leave Herman? I think that's just Herman, because people like Herman, and will remember him by name. I can't help uh, that yeah. I'm delightful. It's true, you yes, can. you can. It's... Yes, you can. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. <laughs> I was just like, you know, the miniature wargaming market is getting so damn expensive. It must be cheaper to have a miniature person instead. Yeah, how'd that work out for you? Hey, you don't have to. It assembles itself, and you don't have to paint it. So uh, no, but, hold on. I, I will argue that you definitely need to paint it. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is a shout-out to all the women out there. Babies do not assemble themselves. They work really hard at that. Like uh, At one point, I came home, and I, I looked at my wife, and I was like, uh, what have you done all day? And she was like, I made a lung. What did you do? And I'm like, fair enough. I'm out. I mean, they require some degree of flocking. Uh <laughs> oh, I, I assume this whole bit was just a setup for that, and we could just move on. So you have to flock to make a baby. Oh man, uh, belaboring the point. Uh it's just like old times. Josh, uh, so so many Jeff, 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 just, just. <laughs> Ruining uh, everything. Yeah, I, I like how Owen right. didn't even have a description for whatever the hell Jeff just said. Jeff, just, uh, just Jeff. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of ruining everything, how's Nova going? Oh, <laughs> well, uh, other than like my time to do anything else, uh, it's going great actually. Uh, super stoked. <laughs> it's coming up by the time you read that or listen to this, uh, just a few weeks away. And from a Malifaux standpoint, we're looking great. There is, as of the time of recording, a single GT spot left. Um, we may be able to expand the number of spots uh, a little bit. So we're going to see how that goes. Um, but cheers to everyone who signed up, and we look forward to seeing you at the convention. Um, I will say, if any of you listening are like, it must be easy to run a convention. I will tell you, no, it is not. Uh, I, I thought it, I knew all the things that went into it before, but it turns out when you have to worry about all the things, uh, there's even more. So, But it's been a really fun experience. If you want to hear more about some of the behind the scenes and backstory of that, check out the Third Floor Wars podcast. Um, I went on there with uh, Wargamer Girl, a.k.a. Miranda, and we talked a little bit about running conventions, being a part of the Nova Open, uh, and also put a plug out to Craig, who is teaching uh, and running uh, game mastering some RPGs at Nova Open this year. Um, he will also be hosting the uh, the weird seminar with the weird design team. 
about Malfo. So many cool things to check out. If you haven't gotten your tickets, go get your tickets. Uh, but how about the other thing that is happening at Nova that is more directly related to this podcast? Jeff, you want to talk a little bit about US Photor? Uh, not really, but um, uh, in, in regards, <laughs> in regards to uh, conventions, oh, it has all the jobs, and you have one. <laughs> That's true. Uh, and in regards to conventions being difficult, uh, just do what I did and uh, get yourself an Owen Best and uh, let him do everything. It's great. It's uh, the convention just kind of runs itself. So. Uh, <laughs> No, but uh, the U.S. Photo, uh, Photor, um, this is actually uh, pretty exciting for uh, the Malifo community and uh, Nova in particular uh, when it was passed over to uh, our gaming group to kind of get this running. And uh, Craig kind of stated that he feels that Nova was the perfect thing being in the capital city for to host uh, all of the U.S. players uh, in a big Masters tournament uh, as the culmination of this event. And uh, we felt like that was an awesome idea as well. So uh, I ended up being the representative running uh, Malifaux this year at Nova. So we incorporated the Masters event uh, being Thursday and Friday, followed by a grand tournament uh, Saturday and Sunday. And we're still working on some particulars we may uh, offer a smaller tournament to those that aren't in masters but are also attending nova uh but we're also running some henchman hardcore and some enforcer brawl uh, or i guess it's brawl all out or something like that now uh, oh, in the, yeah that uh, in the evenings um so there's a lot of fun to be had for everybody and uh the invitations uh, right now this weekend is Gen Con as well as uh, the uh, Capital City Panic uh, Tournament Finale. Uh, so those are going to be the last uh, scoring events and anybody else that uh, your cutoff is going to be the... Uh, I'm looking at the calendar the here. Will be the seventh. We'll do the eighth um, to get your results in so that we can update and get everybody yeah. their invites out uh, that week um, and tabulate all the, the scores and everything. So uh, if you are running a tournament this week, weekend, make sure you get those results to us as fast as possible because uh, we don't want to uh, have anyone miss out that should be uh, attending. Um, and if you are anticipating attending the Masters tournament, you should probably go get your seat at the Grand Tournament as well if you haven't done it already. Uh, as Owen said, we have one... Uh, ticket left um that may we may be able to expand it we may not i don't know it depends on how things go with space but uh i would definitely suggest going and getting the uh, that badge and making sure that you're able to attend uh that we have blocked off uh hotel rooms uh for the event and uh it's gonna be a good time and in terms of how the conference is looking we've had 25 events reported so far um and the, we have three conferences currently qualifying Lone Star, who've been absolutely crushing it in terms of regular monthly events in both Houston uh, and Austin, uh, the Great Lakes Conference and Carolinas. And then big shout out to local hero Nathan Hoyle, who realizing that the capital city uh, had not had any events decided to organize what he called the Capital City Summer Panic Series, where he, in very, very quick succession, planned, executed, and has gotten a fantastic turnout and attendance to basically go from zero to qualified for the Capital City Conference, which has been amazing. So fantastic job, Nathan. Uh, you, you're, doing, you're doing wonders for the community. And 
look forward to seeing you at Nova. And I, I did want to uh, throw throw this out there for anyone that uh, is planning on attending Nova for the grand tournament of Malifaux, but did not make masters. There are still a ton of things that you can do uh, at Nova. You can sign up for uh, painting seminars and uh, other uh, games that are running concurrently with uh, Malifaux throughout the, the that uh, end of week uh, weekend events. Um, I have always wanted to attend some of these painting seminars, uh, and I tried to sign up for one this year, but, uh, the only time block when I'm not running tournaments is, uh, taken up. So I want, 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 and, uh, but I, uh, there are some great things go- that are going on. And I think weird is, yeah, you mentioned weird is going to be doing a presentation. Yep. Yeah. Weird will be there exhibiting. Um, so actually you can come and buy some post gen con stuff there. Uh, so lots of fun stuff. Um, so yeah, come check it out and look forward to, by the time, I think by the time this is released, we should have the final standings for the faux tour. Um, I assume, is that right, Jeff? Mm, it depends on how quickly I edit this because uh, we may actually release them the same day. So you never know. You never know. All right. Well, if it is, check it out. If not, we will post uh, We'll post the standings. Um, so all that come in to you very soon. Uh, all right. So let's get into our main topic. Our main topic tonight is talking about Josh. The, it's talking about Josh. Yes. We're, we're hearing, we're going to talk about Josh. We're going to talk about what things are and aren't bugs. Uh, this is our talk intervention. <laughs> it was under the guise of a podcast. <laughs> I, I haven't seen you guys in, in forever. And then suddenly you're going to tell me to stop drinking. And about <laughs> insect taxonomy god you never know this may be an intervention to tell you to start drinking oh man Fantastic. yeah those undead bugs no good taking the reser thing too far all right no but but in all seriousness bugs, but they did reanimate a spider recently so ah uh, it's a bug science has officially bug. gone too far yeah don't don't you start <laughs> Do not start uh, if it squishes it's a bug it's logic. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. So, but the actual thing we're going to talk about is missions. So we we will definitely be releasing at the same time as this podcast uh, the masters, the missions for the US Photor Masters and for the Nova Open Grand Tournament. Uh, both, all of that will be released online, so folks can start to prep. Uh, we'll be using Gaining Grounds Season Three. The relatively newly uh, launched uh, GG3. So, for the rest of this episode, we're going to talk a little about, bit about uh, what those missions are and our process of coming up with them. We may be changing them on the fly as we kind of talk through what makes sense, what we want it to be, uh, and we might have some uh, some special contributions from. Uh, the latest assembled human. So we shall see. All right. Um, why don't we go to a quick break and when we get back, we will dive right in. Yay. Malifaux champions. The US Photor is in high gear and the standings are now published live at www.usphotor.com. Make sure you register your events and send in your results to us using the form on the website. Do you have what it takes to qualify for the Masters? We'll find out at the Nova Open this year. See you there. I don't. I don't understand. 
You're missing all the quality content. I don't even think they got the Just, Fell Panther. Oh, please turn off the video if you're going to medicate your Fell Panther. <laughs> That's all I ask. Uh, oh, man. I don't this ask hurts. for much, and God knows this I get painful. it. But please. <clears throat> all right. Not in front of the children. <coughs> All right. It's just, it's one of those things that like begs questions. Whoa, Owen's dying Like, why here. the hell did you just like sit down and say that you're medicating your fell panther? Like, why would you say that? Salem, because now I fucking have to ask. I know. Well, it's because Salem requires his thyroid medicine twice a day. And for our listeners, why did you name it Salem? Uh, for our listeners, Owen just came back from the break and sat down and said, "I just got done medicating my fell panther," and we were all like, uh, "What?" We're just assuming that's something unsavory. Not that he right has now. an actual panther in his house, and that's why he moved out out of the city because they don't yeah. allow panthers in Crystal City. Everyone they knows don't. that. They don't. I mean, they really frown on it. Uh, I mean, even with Amazon coming in and Bezos being like, "I can do what I want." Uh, but anyways, wow, way afield. <clears throat> Welcome back, everybody. All right. It was your non sequitur. It it was. That's okay. You did this. I did this. I brought us on our. I brought this on ourselves. Um, anyways, we're back and we're here to talk about missions. Um, so the first order of business, I think, is a brief, just a brief thoughts on gaining grounds. Season three, we're not going to go like super in depth through everything. We'll probably do a separate episode at a later date about getting grounds three. But um, what are your all's first impressions uh, or early ish impressions on the strategies? We have four new brand new strategies. Um, One is honestly two of them are sort of like returning strategies. But what do you all think? I mean, there's no actual supply wagon, so riot. But I guess carve the path is the next best thing. That's what I was gonna say. Like it's it's basically supply wagons with more wagons. It's supply wagons with uh, funkier wagons. These wagons do weird stuff. So I'm excited. Carve also, all of the murder wagons to be funkless. Yeah, I think that I like guard the stash. I think that's gonna be a really interesting one. Um, I mean, I loved Guard the Stash in uh, in second edition. This is not quite the same thing, just because of the way uh, third edition strategies are structured. Uh, but it it seems like it's going to be an interesting one. There's a strong yes. there's gotcha. a strong component of getting everyone in one place so that the murders can occur. Yeah, well, but you have to have like. I think this is going to encourage spreading out. So if I'm reading this correctly, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's that in order to keep scoring, like it gets harder to score each time because you need two more models every time to score, right? So like for the first one, you need two models by a single marker. Then you need two models by two different markers. So four models, then you need six and then eight. Is Am I interpreting that correctly no you you control the strategy marker if you have more models within two inches of in line of sight of the marker than you're the opposing player so if you control uh you just have to have one more than them and 
you know, the easiest number to have one more than then is zero. So murder. All of these are murder. This is this is the gating grounds of murder. Right, that right, is, right. That is true. No, but like in order to keep scoring, you have to control more of the strategy markers, right? Yeah, yeah. So the yeah, first yeah. time you need one and then you go, you clear out everyone that's around the other one and you have one dude left there. And you clear out everyone that's around the third one and have one dude left there. Oh, but it's what? Oh, you only need one model. Oh, yeah, you need to have more than the Sorry. opponent. Well, there we go. I was thinking of the old version where you need two models. Yeah. So oh, the two inches, two models. Yeah. So, okay. So you need fewer total models, but still, like, it encourages, I think, having more quantity. Yes. Uh, which can be nice. Um, yeah. And, and summoners are finally not inconvenience on a strategy to the same extent uh so that's also pretty cool yeah they uh the summons are good for killing things but they're not good you can't control a strategy marker oh you're right Uh, there is no you need without a summon upgrade so you just use you just use summons to kill things pretty much yeah uh the guard the stash is going to be great for summoners because you take your models that actually matter matter and you leave them behind it to guard the stash while your summons go and clear everything out yeah no it should be fun um So, it, as we're incorporating all of these into the uh, Nova Open Pack, do you want to see what we've paired that with uh, in in terms of the round? What we've selected and why? Sure. Yeah, so let's talk about that. Um, do you want to go GT first or Masters first? Surprise me. All right, let's... Pro- probably GT first, uh, and then we'll do Masters last. Keep all those those really good Malifaux players in suspense. All right, so let's, yeah, let's talk about the uh, let's talk about the GT. So, um, so the first round, the setup, Jeff, that you suggested is wedge, carve a path, catch and release, public demonstration, secret meetup. Hidden martyrs and sabotage. Talk to us. What's what's the theory of the case of this one? Well, first, uh, it's wedge because uh, with wedge, uh, you basically have the spear of you're going to have a large model towards the front that you want to get into action quickly. So, ideally, you're going to have two big models that are meeting each other for an epic fight in the middle. Uh, and you, this is where you need to find out if you're uh, you're the hammer or if you're the nail. Uh, you know, like you you don't want to go against somebody that's uh, that's harder a crew that's harder than yours uh, in the middle there, and you're going to have to find ways around it. But I also chose uh, some schemey things uh, like uh, you got sabotage, secret meetup, uh, hidden martyrs. And the reason why I threw some of these in there, like secret meetup and hidden martyrs, uh, is because because Carve a Path is very killy. I want things in there that uh, particularly hidden martyrs where you need to think about what you're killing. You can't just go like, I'm going to kill everything. Like you're going to give away some points if you don't actually put some of the stuff into your consideration. Uh, so that's kind of, I wanted to include things where if you are not the beatdown, that you have options to victory outside of that. Well, I think too, it's interesting to like, so carve a path is a strategy that while you said, oh, it's killy because you want to kill opposing models to block them. Like, for you to score points requires no interaction with your opponent. You just need to trundle your path across the board. So, like, pairing this with 
several other schemes that do require interacting with your opponent is going to make sure that there's it's going to guarantee interaction uh, while still you know you have some paths to victory if you can kind of like run off on your own like sabotage um, you can kind of do your own thing and score that. I particularly like secret meetup and sabotage together because um, if you're not the beat down and you're not the person in the, in the middle, you can do something technically where you can move your opponent's models. And when they're in the middle, you pick a piece of scenery that's, uh, you know, on their table edge or uh, somewhere around and you shove whatever, whoever it is, the declared model over towards that piece of terrain. And now it's working to your advantage that they ran all their stuff towards the middle. So I, I like those two team together, particularly the, the between that and the hidden martyrs. But I also wanted to throw a bone uh, to the killy people and threw in a public demonstration in there too. Like, so they can kill things and be like, ha I'm good at it. Carve a path seems like <clears throat> the weirdest strat for tournaments relative to what I've been used to over the past couple of years. Now, playing on Vassal, maps are pretty fixed. In all the Vassal World Series stuff, you know exactly what map everyone's playing on, exactly the same map. And that's just not the case for any of these actual real-world meat space. You can't see the air quotes, but there's air quotes around meat space tournaments. And Carve Path is just a lot more variable depending on what exactly is on the board. I've seen some of the Nova boards. The Nova boards are awesome. But man, like Sebastian's Casino from last year. I think that was Sebastian who put together the casino. Uh, I did. Me. Oh, you did? That was you? Oh, sorry. I don't know. I don't go to events. Um, wow, I was cringing through that whole thing. Um, Which one? Herman is also a robot. He's, he's, I think he's lagging a little bit. Um, what? But to that point, I think it's good that we get the Carva path on the first round because you wouldn't want the last round to be like determined by like, oh, luck of did you get a board that worked for this or not? Right. Like, I think it's nice to have that as the starting point and then some of the slightly more like less board dependent stuff a little bit later on. Uh, yes, cool. I did a good job. Good job, Jeff. All right, let's go to round two. Round two. Round two is going to be guard the stash on corner with assassinate in your face, set the trap, break through, and spread them out. All right, for this one, uh, corner because uh, you the stashes are towards the middle of the board, and I want people to actually approach i don't want them to get into place really quickly so it rewards uh crews that have high speed to them um where they can try to get there and like you don't see that a lot like uh you know a lot of things are like get across to, into the enemy territory well you kind of want to set up your defenses and uh, get your people in place uh for guard the stash but now you have a little bit of a longer way to go to get there uh, i picked assassinate and in your face because they are two uh schemes that are very complementary to each other you don't know the reason why the person's coming up to your master if it's because of in your face or because they're trying to kill it so uh, i like those in there and i had to throw in some uh schemey things to complement the killing things so spread them out 
uh, set the trap breakthrough. Uh, those are all in case, uh, you know, if you're losing the middle, you can start uh, trading, or if you plan to, to, to lose the middle because your crew just couldn't stand up to it, you can head into spread them out and get on the enemy side. And if you're on your, you know, you're, if you're heading back for breakthrough or you're doing spread them out and they want to devote resources away from the middle to come and try to take you out, cool. Like now you have what could be potentially a path to victory because they're pulling their forces out of the middle. So you can go back in and try to get the guard, the stash. So uh, that was my thinking with this. Yeah. I I like it Um, for, for all those reasons. Uh, Any other thoughts? All right. See none. Round three. So round three is going to be flank covert operation, secret meetup, Vendetta, set the trap, leave your mark, and sabotage again. I like this, sabotage. This this one sounds like the most spy of round. Right? It's a secret meetup and a covert operation. I think this is just the thematic round of of everything that that is that is spooky about Malifaux, but not that kind of spooky. God, that's a great point. I, honestly, I did not pick up on that, but you're so right. So uh, that's kind of the like you got covert operations, uh, which is just going to be a fun scheme in there. And uh, it's, you know, we we threw in flank because now you're a little bit closer. But uh, we threw in a lot of these things of like set the trap, secret meetup, uh, sabotage, leave your mark. Uh, You know, they're they're things that require you to be doing things around the board. But in in general, yeah, it was very... uh, like your guys are over there interrupting the secret meetup or sabotaging things, setting a trap. They're leaving their mark behind on, uh, you know, what's left there. Or maybe your spy is just wanting to go kill somebody with a vendetta. Like it's very thematic, uh, but it also works well in in the scheme and strategy uh, viewpoint. So uh, I think this one uh, also rewards uh, not just uh, fast crews, uh, but there's some killy components to it. But on top of that, it also helps out those skinny crews like Nelly and things like that, where they're manipulating a lot of scheme markers and, uh, or, uh, even things, people like Euripides and, uh, you know, masters like that, that, uh, try to block terrain or keep your opponent from getting to places. So, uh, I kind of like this, this round. When I think too, like having, so this mission requiring you to have, like specific, like to pick in advance specific models that are going to do specific things uh, is going to add a whole interesting element to like, oh, well, some things are also secret, could be the Vendetta target or the Vendetta model. They could be secretly getting trapped. Like there's a whole bunch of interesting interactions and there's a lot of different reasons that ski markers could be out to keep people guessing and bluffing. So there's a lot of cool potential there. That'll be a good round out the day on day one uh, of the tournament. So uh, going into day two, we're looking for round four uh, at uh, standard cursed objects, public demonstration, vendetta, hidden martyrs in your face and load them up. The, The only load them up of this tournament. Uh, or uh, not of this, yeah, yeah, this particular tournament. So, what was, what's the story behind this, Jeff? Uh, so, your cursed uh, cursed objects. Uh, I gotta I forgot what that actually was. I'm gonna look it up real quick. So, cursed objects was uh, you, you, you have, have to kill guys with the marker. So yeah. Like, so that's 
very killy. Um, you're you're basically going after and uh, replacing the cursed objects onto other things. Uh, so to team that up, I wanted to include things because the strategy is very killy. I wanted to also uh, try to give a path to victory to people that don't play killy clears as much. So you have things like in your face, where uh, if you want to score points from in your face, you can't just run in and start killing people. You got hidden martyrs, um, and then you also have you know vendetta compliments uh, cursed object. Uh, you got a schemey thing with load them up, where you can start uh, throwing things on the enemy board uh, to give a nod to pl- people like Titania, Euripides. Uh, Rasputina, people that make a lot of marker generation, uh, and then public demonstration is, you know, it's uh, it, to kind of bring more of not just bring your your killy beaters in. You're going to have to bring in some other um, scheme runners, or not. You have to bring in some lower cost models for the public demonstration. And load them up is load them up seems tricky in this one. Because you need to do something that creates a lot of scheme, a lot of markers, uh, while also interacting to pass off your cursed objects and then killing the cursed object holder. Uh, it it seems like that one would be a lot more trouble than it's worth for most crews, uh, except for like really obvious load them up crews or uh, you're like Euripides or, or uh, English Ivan. Ivan. No, no, yeah. no one's good. If, Ivan, yeah, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna telegraph because no one's just gonna casually load them up when they have all this other crap they have to do. I mean, though you could load up corpses and, and just murder and, things. And, and, <laughs> that is an option, although you have to know your opponent's crew of their uh, if they're dropping corpses or uh, like you don't want to run into a uh, oh who are the the. Von Stuck crew where he can choose whether he wants or ghosts or uh, things like that. But it was more of a, uh, if you're playing like a Karis or, uh, you know, English Ivan, so that while you're in the middle of trying to accomplish these other things and they're leaving me, like it could be a good surprise of like, yeah, I was accomplishing, you know, cursed object or uh, in another scheme, but along the way I've been dropping these other markers and boom, surprise. Like here's the, what I get for it. So um, you, you have to, your opponent has to take this, load them up into consideration. So if they start seeing you, even if you don't have it, you can fake it out and be like, I'm throwing all these ice pillars or shadow markers on the other side of the board. And now your opponent's like, well, I need to stop killing because I need to go like remove one of those markers so that you don't score. Well, I never had it. I was just doing my normal abilities to kill your guys. Yeah. This would be great for Masaki. Uh, yeah, I like the crews that they have now that create a lot of markers and that they can actually use load them up as a, a deterrent. Uh, like it's not just like at some point, some of these crews, their markers become more or less useless because they put so many of them, of them out there. But now with load them up, like you always have to keep that in the back of your mind. Are they going to score points because of this? Yeah. Bring Mad Dog is my recommendation. I also like that there's a lot of models that don't see a lot of play. Like uh, Mad Dog sees a lot of play, but there are other models that just remove markers in an area and they haven't seen a whole lot of play because in other instances, they're just not that great. Well, hopefully with load them up in a scheme pool, you'll be able to see some of those things that are like, I remove all markers within like a six inch aura and like, well, good for you. That wasn't that great, but now it's pretty good. Draken Troopers time to shine. I love dragon troopers, dragon troopers. Uh, all right, cool. Well, so let's go to the final, the final round. 
round five, uh, which is it? Wait, is it wedge or is it standard, Jeff? I changed it to sta- uh, to standard because it was flank and covert operations, and then I realized that round three was also flank and covert operations, and I didn't like that. Yeah. So, so standard covert operations uh, with uh, public demonstrations, assassinate, leave your mark, breakthrough, and spread them out. Uh, so this thing, same thing you got covert uh, because there's only four schemes and five rounds. So you have to have a repeat of, uh, uh, a strategy somewhere. So covert operations was the one that I picked just because, uh, I randomly selected it. Good for me. Um, and I chose standard because it's the last round and I don't want people to have to, uh, like anyone that's been to a long tournament knows that in round five, your brain's starting to turn to mush. So you don't have to worry about it. It's a standard deployment. Everyone knows what that is. We played with it literally every iterations of, of gaining grounds, uh, spread them out as a, as spread them out, leave your mark, public demonstration, breakthrough and assassinate are all schemes that are not new, uh, for gaining grounds three. They are all, uh, recalls from, uh, previously. So, um, round five is, basically what you've been used to all year long. Uh, this is like your scheme pool for you. It, it works out great. And uh, they work together. Uh, they don't work. Uh, none of them work against each other. Um, it, it, you can't, if you're going for assassinate uh, public, you know, you're going to go after somebody's leader, your public demonstration of having seven soulstone models or less having three of those, like they work well together where you can't be too killy and you can't be too schemey and, so I like. I kind of liked it. It definitely I must, seems like. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I must quibble with you slightly, which is that public demonstration is new for the first time in gaining grounds. Uh, it was previously a scheme in second edition. Oh well, which may be what you're thinking of. Maybe, but I know I've done it before, uh, so it's not new to me. Yeah, if it's, it's new, largely if it's play more new. The same. Time is yeah. time is meaningless. Yeah. This this does seem like the most peaceful of the rounds the the least murder intensive well it's got uh, a lot of independent schemes like spread them out break through leave your mark in covered operation like all of those are things that you can do on your own unopposed so if you want to block it you have to go try and then assassinate is just always it's classic right like it's always useful and public demonstrations is i think gives you an interesting out to threaten some surprises. Uh, so yeah, I, I like it. It's, it's interesting. Uh, cause well, you're not getting a lot of points for killing things. You are tending to draw people to the same locations. Like you're, you're going to have your three models, one of which has to go towards the center line for your, your strat that round, uh, spread them out. Um, you still need, you're probably not going to be going as far across the board cause it's standard deployment. And, uh, so you're going to be dropping those key markers, likely near the center line. Um, leave your mark is funneling people towards the center of the center. So you know approximately where people are going to be wanting to go. So I guess if you are gunning for it, you can still you can still murder your way into victory. You just won't directly score from it this round, unlike the others. So one of the things that I liked about this is you could actually bring a crew that is fully uh, scheme marker, uh, like manipulative and it'll work. Like you can just pick up a breakthrough and uh, spread them out and like get 
two models that are very good at dropping scheme markers on the other end of the board and make your opponent come and deal with them. Well, if you're making your opponent come and deal with them, then they're not going and, uh, you know, accomplishing the strategy of covert operation. So it takes like, if you bring a lot of schemey guys, uh, you're not just going to get murdered because they, your schemey people usually have like very little survivability unless your name is Manos. So, um, it, I think it works as a whole. Nerf Manos. Nerf oh, Manos. Manos is fine. Let him play. Manos is fine. Yanlo 2 is fine. No matter what people say, Yanlo 2 is fine. He's fine. He's fine. He might not be fine. It's, the jury's still out. <laughs> hey, I, Josh, w- w- what is it that you play? Uh, good models. Thank you very much. Spell Panther. Is it, is it <laughs> Yanlo 2. That's. I think Herman just died. <laughs> I heard. Yeah. Yeah, I think his his audio just cut out. Herman needs. This to has not been a great day for technology for me. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm kicking in some form, shape or form. All right. Do you want to go to a break real quick, and then we can come back and hit the the master schemes that we may be uh, doing on the fly while we do this. Yeah, so you're not supposed to. Okay, when we were talking about behind the curtain, I, we didn't mean that far behind the curtain. <laughs> These are all picked, carefully curated, and have been selected with only the utmost thought. I, I don't think people will believe that coming from Jeff. Sorry, sorry. Hey, I put thought into these. <laughs> it wasn't a lot of thought, but there was thought put into them. All right, uh, let's go to a break while we are only at 14 megabytes upload, uh, and then we can tr- hopefully get Herman back. You got to make it seem like this was intentional. I mean, you could always just like not actually have a break and then just keep it going, but like we could, or I can just use that segue that I just did and cut out this middle section and make my own break when I'm editing. That's yeah. true. All right, let's do it. All right, welcome back. This is when you say, welcome back, Owen. Wait, I thought you were ending the recording. No, no, no. Like, oh, we can keep it going. I'll just I'll just put the break in when I'm editing. Oh, I thought you wanted to download I'm really enjoying the, the segue to a segue. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you meant, like, oh, you wanted to download the file now. Segwayception. No, we can... Uh, I think the best part is I know exactly when Owen stops listening to Jeff. <laughs> yeah, it's the like answer my third was. word into a sentence. Uh, Three yeah. weeks ago. Sorry, like someone is, someone is like DMing me about like mats for 40k narrative. I'm like, fuck, what? Whoop! Somebody slipped into your DMs. Uh, I have so many Slack messages from people. Um, all right, <clears throat> all right, welcome back. All right, so now we're going to talk about the Masters event. So, um, Masters event is we have. So this this one we're going to actually probably talk through some of this as we go because we have the rough outline but we need to fill in some of the holes here um did we did we want to do the uh add a couple of the uh the random selections in we do i think this is actually a great idea so for masters we're going to come up with four uh you know the strat and the scheme uh four schemes to go that are complementary or uh and and antithesis and antithesis whatever of the uh strat and then the fifth one is going to be randomly sele- selected by Herman's uh, one-year-old daughter. 
And so we have pre, so since it's now at the time of recording. I did actually name her Baby Kadet. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, yeah, what? Baby Kadet. Uh, this is the first time I'm hearing about any of this. What What is happening in this world? This yeah, is badness. This is chaos. Yeah, remember that reason that Herman hasn't been around? It's it's Baby Kadet <sighs> luring him. You you didn't know that Baby Kate is a master of ambush? <laughs> I did. Surprise! Yeah, no, no. Uh, but so, but it, but actually, the kid's got a knife. In in reality, we did. Herman sent us photos of Baby Kate drawing cards from a Malifaux deck. Uh, tell us a little bit about how that, like, how did that go down? Um, you would think it would be pretty easy, but it actually required three adults managing her. <laughs> and much like Jeff, she has issues selecting one thing at a time. <laughs> so she was just like, give me the whole damn deck. And I'm like, no, you, you got to pick one. And she's like, here's three. Uh, I, I will upload these pictures because they were careful and didn't include a lot of face picture, uh, pictures. But uh, I think one of them, she's chewing on a Malifaux card. So, you know, that there definitely have to be some accompaniment there. Yeah, these are delightful. Yeah, exactly. Just like Jeff. <laughs> Shut up. All right. So. Uh, you know you're not allowed to mark cards, right? Says who? All right. So. <laughs> okay. So mission one. Um, so we had in the in the plan ahead of this, we had four, uh, four missions pre-created. And we were going to make one of them on the fly during the podcast. So. Um, <clears throat> so I think let's make. Mission one. So the baby K-Debt selected mission was a one of tomes, which puts us on breakthrough uh, as the randomly selected scheme. So what what else do we want to put in this pool to go with breakthrough? What's the strat first? Uh, Well, I don't know, Jeff. What's the strat first? What is the strat first? Yeah. I'm going to say corner... And I, I don't know, corner and breakthrough is not good. Let's go. Um, let's go wedge. Well, you know she picked the schemes, also, right? Oh, you, you want to do all the schemes for the? No, we're not. Five, we're, we're not. We're not. Yeah, we're not. She grabbed five cards. Okay, we're not letting right. the baby pick everything. This is the most important event of the entire year. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have one round where uh, Herman's daughter just picked everything. Jesus yeah, actually, Christ. no, that that's good. So let's do that for the first round. Yeah. So all right. So that was one. And then a four of masks, which is leave your mark. And then uh, a 12 of masks, which is in your face. And then... I am so happy that Josh is so upset. Thir- <laughs> I am and then a 13 just... of crows, which is secret meetup. And then a six of crows, which is uh, hidden martyrs. All right, so we have I a get- mission or we have a scheme pool that is secret meetup, hidden martyrs in your face, leave your mark breakthrough. So what let's pick, let's pick the strategy and the, uh, the deployment to go with that. All right. So breakthrough getting to the other side of the board. I want to say that that's going to exclude corner because it makes it really difficult to do that. Agreed. So corners out, uh, leave your mark can be done in anything. Hidden Martyrs um, is fine. In your face. Secret Meetup 
Um, I'm going to say that it should probably be flank or standard because wedge puts you too close for the uh, for breakthrough and for leave your mark. All right, let's go standard then. All right. And then... now we need a strat, and I'm gonna I'm gonna let the most opposed person here pick a strat that would as complementary to random schemes. Josh, what do you think? I I I think that that God's dead and we killed him. Uh no, we need something at this point that that doesn't mean much coming from an atheist. I mean, fair, fair. Uh, All right. So, well, spoiler alert: not guard the stash. So, one of the other three. But why not guard the stash? Because uh, we already have that in two of the pools. Oh, okay. No, uh, I think this one should be cursed object. Okay, what's your uh, this? A lot of these require either going to a specific location, uh, uh, leave your mark, secret meetup, um, yep. and when you're bringing people together, what better thing to have them do is then stab each other. Uh, <laughs> then have uh, them and also uh, for one of Josh's parties. Uh, yeah. No, actually, no. That's good, I, actually, because that it goes well with in your face and hidden murders. Yes, I, I think uh, I like the uh, analysis paralysis of a hidden martyrs plus a cursed object. Uh, yep. Not, even then, I'm you down. can't within your face. I guess you could select the model that you're going to die. You have to die a cheap one if you're going to try to not give up. In your face points, or potentially give up in your face points when you're doing hidden martyrs, but uh, cursed object to have some happy, fun, exciting scoring potential when you're bringing people to these specific locations. Yeah, uh, and this this literal children putting this together, literal yeah, and great. literal actually... and figurative children. All, all I just heard you do, Josh, was say that this turned out fantastically, right? And we should do it for the rest yeah, of yeah. it. This actually right. did turn out earlier. This was pretty, pretty good scheme pool we got going. This is a great pick. All right, I man, move over app. We need Herman. We need to call you and have you like bring the baby out for every mission we do now. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. For ninety nine cents a call, we will have baby Kata. <laughs> Uh, pick your strats and schemes for you. <laughs> is this is this the uh, the Malifaux fundraiser for this year? <laughs> uh, raise money for charity by by playing games designed by children or selected by children. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Oh, I, I hate it. I hate everything. Uh, all right, I, so I am a joyless mass. And... Come on, get on board with child's play. Child oh. labor. <laughs> it's just the, the worst part boy the worst time to kind of get in line with child labor child slavery child like there's even worse things that you can do but that's the oh, worst jesus time to cut out. okay cut that part out yeah i was saying child's play that's what i thought he was saying too child. i like <laughs> i like how i say something like really nice and innocent and holy crap, you all walked down that path. What? Child labor? And that's that's the obvious like, path to go down. <laughs> holy right. crap, edit all of this out. What is wrong with you people? This is a family show. Actually, yeah, no, but seriously. But she's worth way more than 99 cents. All right. Uh, we're, okay, we're not, char- we're not paying 99 cents for the baby. We're paying 99 cents to f- for the child labor. For the child to play with cards. All right. 
Round two. Uh, we're now out of baby picking zone. Are we um, though? Yeah. Wait. Uh, I switched them around because cur- we moved that to round one and cursed objects was immediately following it. So I moved oh, that oh, to oh. round three. Yeah. Okay. Wait. So which strat is this now for round two? Uh, carve a path. Okay. Got it. All right. Cool. So it's carve a path, uh, catch and release, public demonstrations, hidden martyr, set a trap, and sabotage. Yeah. Do I have the wrong ones here? Hold on. I'm showing carve a path, break through, spread them out, vendetta, secret meetup, and in your face. Are you looking at the at the the spreadsheet that has all the stuff? No. I was looking at the Google Doc. All right. Don't listen to me. Listen to what Owen has said because he used a fucking uh, algorithm to pick these things and make sure that they're perfectly balanced as opposed to I just looked at things and felt that they were good reasoning for stuff. No, like I copied the things that were in the Google Doc into the – man, all right. We're getting way behind the the scenes. (laughs) Yes, we are. This is – well, I don't even know what's going on. All right. Actually, we should explain this. Uh, Owen went through and he <laughs> gave like a weighted system in his spreadsheet of like which things are independent schemes and dependent yeah. schemes and uh, like figuring out uh, like which ones uh, are killy and which ones are positional. And like he, he made sure that they were balanced between all of them. Like he, he went really in depth with this stuff. All right. So. There's an article, my one and only article about Malfo that I ever wrote was on Third Floor Wars about like categorizing gaining grounds one, or I guess season zero, uh, for into different like it is Achilles like schemes, positional schemes, scheming, like close scheming, and far scheming, and then whether or not something is dependent on the opponent's mo- like things the opponent does or independent of what your opponent does. And so like you want to have kind of a mix of those things, uh, not all dependent on what your opponent does, but not all independent. So like uh, I made a spreadsheet to like help count those things as you're like designing your pool to make sure that you're not doing repeating things or, you know, have the right combination. So it's not really an algorithm, but it at least like is a helper. Uh, But Jeff, And the opposite of, I did the opposite of that. I picked things that I was like, hey, that would be cool if these were together. Yep, that's fair. (laughs) That is fair. So which one are the clowns to the left of me and which ones are the jokers to the right? Um, I get to be the joker. Cool. No, no. Well, you see with uh, Owen's uh, spreadsheet and organizational structure, this is the kind of next level stuff you need to do when you're running a whole ass convention. Yep, exactly. This is why he gets paid the middling bucks. (laughs) The the no bucks. The no bucks. Uh, All right, so back to round two. Carve a path, catch and release, public demo, hidden martyrs, set a trap, sabotage. I see that there's not a, a deployment there. Yeah, so no one put a deployment when I first went through this, which I was confused by. But um, Well, we have standard, and this is carve a path. I've always liked wedge and carve a path together. Uh, I think having some more time rather than you know, completely circumventing half of the carving. 
So are you thinking something? <laughs> Corner is not a good idea, I, I wouldn't think. But um, And your only other option, we have a standard uh, flank. Uh, and I, want to, I really want to corner guard the carpet path. You want corner car? You know what? Let's put that in there for Josh. Let's do corner carve a path, and everyone, everyone at Masters, if like this is all Josh's fault, you can blame him for that. No, no, I like it. All right, corner carve a path, but then catch and release, public demonstrations, hidden martyrs, set a trap. All of those don't care about the deployment. Like they care about being near your opponent doing stuff. So we're going heavy on the dependent things, and then sabotage. If you're on corner, there's lots of different options for sabotage. So yeah, I like it. Let's do it. That that's a good that's a good outcome, I think. Um, all right. So next up for round three, we need to pick a deployment. So we've got guard the stash. Uh, we've got secret meetup, vendetta in your face, breakthrough, and spread them out. So uh, we've got a couple far schemey things in breakthrough and spread them out. So we don't want corner for this. Uh, we have some, we have things like Vendetta, that's Achille, uh, and then with Guard the Stash, you're also going to want to be killing stuff. I would go maybe Flank for this. I'm good with that. Yeah, you're going to get like in. Flank or Guard the Stash. Yeah, or... get, get in the thick of it pretty quick. This is going to be action on turn one. So this could be, well, <laughs> it'll be a long, potentially complicated uh game three of the first day but that's okay um all right so then round four we've got uh covert operation assassinate then uh set the trap leave your mark breakthrough and load them up so in this one we've got some far scheming stuff we've got some yeah so a lot of a lot of scheme things four scheme related things and then uh, assassinate, thrown in for good measure. So let's go. We haven't done any wedge. I was going to say wedge for this because, yeah. like, it puts your scheme runners over there in the action faster. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. It, it, it takes a pool that would potentially be people avoiding each other and forces them to be right up in each other's face. So you yep. can engage in counter scheming and assassinate uh, very quickly. Yeah. Which I think what you want, cause like if with everything being kind of like, go do your own thing and scheming, like that could be non-interactive. So forcing the close is good. Uh, all right. And then last for the final mission, uh, we have covert op. Uh, let's uh, wait, sorry. Guard the stash. Uh, guard the stash, catch and release, public, de- uh, no, secret meetup, assassinate, assassinate hidden hit martyrs, hitting us, spread them out. Okay. Uh, this is definitely not going to be flank because we already have flank guard the stash. Um, probably not a good idea to do wedge and corners. I think you have to go with standard again. I think standard, yeah. Standard works. Yeah. That's, uh, and- that seems strong. And I think that rounds out Masters. It does, yeah. All right, so that that is our pool. And uh, we will be posting these uh, concurrently with this episode in the primer. 
which you can find, well, we'll put in the show notes, but you can also find it uh, in the ticket links at the Nova Open for these events. Um, I have to do the primer and I don't even know where it is. Uh, we'll talk offline, Jeff. We'll talk. <laughs> I'll see me after class, Jeff. <laughs> Damn it. I've heard that way too many times Shit. in my life. Now, you know, uh, now you have to go to the secret uh, storage locker and meet up and talk about exactly about how you write is. your primer. No, um, just as long as you don't play with your fell panther while I'm there. It's medicating your fellow panther. Thank you very much. Exactly. Sorry, um, doc- sorry, Doctor Josh. <laughs> John, uh, yeah, Doctor it, Antoline. It's yeah, typically Doctor Antoline. <laughs> no, no, no. It will always be Doctor Josh. That's fair. <laughs> it, it does sound more Saturday morning. PBS. Yeah, definitely. And you have as many credentials as Doctor Phil. Good job. What? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so. Thank you all for listening. This has turned out to be uh, a little bit longer than we anticipated, but hopefully you stuck around to the end. Uh, if you did, you got to hear some of the backstory of these schemes. If you didn't, well, you're not hearing this. So uh, we will be back in your feed with some more actual discussion of Malifaux uh, sometime soon, but realistically, probably a recap of Nova Open will be our next one. Just due to all the schedules of stuff going on between now and now. And, and you know, running Nova. Yeah. So, uh, thank you all. For everyone yep. who is attending Nova, enjoy that. I will be... Thank you all very much for listening. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Capital City Crew Podcast. We hope you tune in next time.